It's the most wonderful time of the year. Happy holidays, Rye. You look festive. Did we change the holiday party theme to an ugly sweater party? Not that I know of. This is just my favorite sweater. Isn't it great how ugly it is? Wait, the holiday party's today? Yeah, we're doing the secret friend gift exchange. Remember? Well, of course I remember. I just didn't prepare properly. And now I'm going to distract you by saying I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. It's Thursday, December 14th. This is the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I need a gift, I need a gift, I need a gift, I need a gift. What's up, Rye? You good? Everett, yes. No, I'm not. Uh, I have Pam for the Secret Friend Gift Exchange, and I don't have a gift. Ooh, that's a tough one. Hey, do you want to take your mind off that and do a video game update? Okay, you are speaking my language. Let's get down with the get down. It's been a huge year for games, especially for open world, third person games. Spider-Man 2, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Starfield, Hogwarts Legacy, just to name a few. Those are all tremendous games, but honestly, I think this has been the year of Nintendo. I said at the beginning of the year that this was going to be Nintendo's year, and they managed to exceed my expectations. First off, Super Nintendo World opened up in Los Angeles. I never thought I'd get to go to a video game theme park, and it's interactive? And it was a Super Mario Bros. movie, which was my favorite film this year. Dude, it made $1.36 billion at the global box office, making it the second biggest animated film of all time, only behind Frozen 2. Rightfully so, Nintendo brought the characters to a whole new level. But I have to say, Jack Black stole the show as Bowser. Peaches, 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 peaches. Did you hear that they announced a Legend of Zelda movie? The director, Wes Ball, said he hopes to make it feel like a real-life take on legendary filmmaker Hayao Miyazaki. Ooh, I love the Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle. But why? we gotta talk about the games. Alright, how about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? I didn't know how they'd top Breath of the Wild. But they did. Tears of the Kingdom felt twice as epic. And it just won Best Action Adventure Game at the 2023 Video Game Awards. I gotta be honest, Rai. I haven't even finished the Tears of the Kingdom main story because I've been distracted by just building vehicles. It felt like Nintendo brought out a bunch of fan favorites this year. We got Metroid Prime Remastered, Detective Pikachu Returns, Pikmin 4, WarioWare Move It. Dude, WarioWare Move It. It's so fun. I love that you have to stand up to play. And if you want to win, you gotta shake what your mama gave ya. And Pikmin 4 just won Best Sim Slash Strategy Game at Video Game Awards. We also got Super Mario RPG, which was a remake of one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. The original was the first story-driven Mario game. Don't forget the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the hidden treasure of Area Zero and the Indio Disc. 
My favorite new Pokemon from the DLC is Metagross. It's as strong as a tank and as smart as a supercomputer. And of course, your favorites, Super Mario Wonder! Dude, Wonder was electric. I put like 40 hours in that game. It might be my favorite game of the year, and unsurprisingly, it won Family Game of the Year at the Video Game Awards. I don't know how, but Nintendo keeps taking characters and games that I love and making me love them more. That's it! You should get Pam a game for the Switch! But Pam doesn't have a Switch. But there's a brand new OLED Switch on your desk. Yeah, that was more of a holiday present for myself. Dude. Don't you already have a Switch? I do, but this OLED Switch comes with a free copy of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and really cool Smash-themed Joy-Cons and a three-month subscription to Nintendo Switch Online. And the OLED model has a screen that's bigger, brighter, and more beautiful than the original, along with better speakers and twice as much storage. It's honestly like the perfect gift for someone who doesn't have a Switch. Someone like Pam? Yeah, but no, I already opened it. I can't give a GIF I've already opened. I think you can, but I get it. Good luck figuring it out. Thanks for your help, Everett. Are you looking for something to do over the holidays that's not video game related? Well, we've got some book recommendations for you. First up, another great story from Jerry Craft called School Trip. You can join Jordan and his friends on a big school trip to Paris. Do you love mystery and lemony snicket? Then check out The Swifts, A Dictionary of Scoundrels by Beth Lincoln. Awesome! Can't get enough from Dov Pilkey? Then pick up his latest book, Cat Kid Comic Club Influencers. And you can never go wrong with a classic. My favorite is Charlotte's Web. Hey Pam, do you by chance have any gift ideas? Yeah, I love giving gifts. Perfect. How about gifts that don't cost a lot of money or any money if possible? That's definitely possible. The best gifts don't have to be expensive. They just have to be from the heart. Like blood vessels from my heart? I don't think I could do that. No, right? Like a homemade card. You take some construction paper, fold it in half, and then the sky's the limit. On the cover of the card, you could draw or paint something or write a funny message. I personally love cutting things out of magazines and pasting them into a collage. But the key to a great homemade card is a kind personal note written inside of it. You can tell someone why you think they're cool, things you like about them, or why you appreciate them. I do love handmade cards. I bet Chad has a good gift idea. He seems like a great gift giver. Hey Pam, hey Ryan. Here is a gift idea I like. I am a big fan of homemade gifts. Pam mentioned homemade cards. I love to make homemade Christmas tree ornaments. You can draw someone a picture and put it in a nice frame. Any kind of homemade gift is sort of what I'm a big fan of. I knew it. Chathamus is a genius. Ooh, what about a mixtape? So people call those playlists these days, but that's a great idea. You can make a playlist on Apple or Spotify of your favorite songs or... Songs you think the recipient will like. I suggest having a theme to your playlist, like holiday jams or let's dance. Oh, I love a good playlist. Oh, I just remembered something I used to do. Coupon books. You make a book filled with coupons to give to a loved one. 
And the fun part is that the coupons can be anything you want. Like, I will vacuum the living room. I will help you wash the car. Or I will play the quiet game for one hour. Wow, Rai. But great ideas. Speaking of books, you can also do a DIY storybook where you write the story and illustrate it. Or if you want to try something new, you can find a way to record your voice and record a story so it's like an audiobook or a podcast. What if I have a gift that someone gave me, but I think someone else would like it more? That's called re-gifting, and that's totally cool, as long as you really think the person might like the gift. What if they don't like the gift? Well, that's the fun part about gift giving. You never know. But if it's from your heart, they'll most likely appreciate the effort. So if it's from my heart, you'll love my gift? Probably. Okay, okay, I know what I have to do. Have to do about what? You're welcome, Pam. All right, I've got another book recommendation for you. Author Steve Bramucci stopped by to tell us about his new book, Race for the Ruby Turtle. Hey, tenors. It's Steve Bramucci, the author of the book Race for the Ruby Turtle, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about it. The novel is about a boy named Jake with ADHD, just like me, who gets sent to live with his aunt in the Oregon backwoods. While he's there, he finds out about a turtle that might or might not exist. And with his new friend Mia, he begins to search for it. In the meantime, a rare animal poacher from down Texas way starts heading towards Oregon to look for the turtle. Jake and Mia have to fight against the rare animal poacher in a race for the safety of the turtle and the protection of this rare species. Hope you like it. Awesome. Steve left us a copy of Race for the Ruby Turtle to give to a lucky tenor. If you want to win it, leave us a voice message at 877-10-NEWS with a grown-up's email address and we'll randomly choose a winner. Welcome to the Trivia Room. What up, Ocho the Win? Happy holidays. Hey, Everett. Thanks. And great video game update. Thanks. You know I love gaming, so can I play on the trivia zone? Of course, but I'm going to have to give you a non-video game related trivia question, so it's extra challenging for you. Bring it on. What is going on here? Trivia on the ten. It's the holidays, and no matter what holidays you celebrate, there's one thing I think we can all agree we love. Hot chocolate. Uh, yeah. I would bathe in hot chocolate if my mom would let me. How big was the world's largest cup of hot chocolate? Was it A, 325.8 gallons of hot chocolate, B, 844.6 gallons of hot chocolate, or C, 1,272.3 gallons of hot chocolate. Mm, The world's largest cup of hot chocolate would be too small if it was 325 gallons, but too big if it was 1,272 gallons. So I'm going to go with B, 844. The answer is C. The world's largest cup of hot chocolate was 1,272.3 gallons. Ooh, maybe we could host a pool party there. It was made by the Municipio de Yerapan. 
in Mexico on January 6, 2018. The magnificent cup of hot chocolate was made to, to celebrate Three Kings Day and contain more than 600 kilograms of locally grown semi-sweet chocolate. That's a lot of chocolate. Wow. Good singing, Owen. Thanks for playing, Everett. Tenors, it's almost the end of the year, so don't miss out being on the Trivia Throne. If you have a great trivia question or want to sit on the Trivia Throne, leave us a message at 877-10-NEWS and we might have you on the show. Okay, so Pam, I actually had you for the Secret Friend Holiday Gift Exchange. Here you go. No way, I actually had you too. You got me a Nintendo Switch? And it's already opened? I did. It's actually the OLED Switch, and it's open because I had to test it for you to make sure it worked. And it comes with a copy of Super Smash Bros., my favorite game of all time, and I threw in a copy of Metroid Dread because it's a 2D side-scroller with a female protagonist who's fighting crazy aliens and robots because I know how much you love space. Ryan, that is so amazing and generous of you. Thank you so much. And now we can game together. Exactly. Well, I got you something a little different. Your gift is a special trip to the Boston Museum of Science, where we're going to explore Mars through Roblox. I don't understand how that's possible, but I'm very excited about all of the words you just said. Thank you so much. <laughs> Do you want to play some video games? Obviously, but first, we gotta give 10 new snaps to one of our listeners. You're right, but before that, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week movies music even science and disney we've got something for every trivia buff in the car no more crickets chirping on those long journeys the family road trip trivia podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages teens toddlers adults it doesn't matter spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode new episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Have you ever wondered who the Mary was from Bloody Mary? If the Loch Ness Monster was real or if Ouija boards actually worked? On each episode of the family-friendly Unspookable, we look at the histories and mysteries behind your favorite scary stories, myths, and urban legends to get the real stories behind the scares. Want to solve your next mystery? Find and follow Unspookable now wherever you get your podcasts. Time for 10 new snaps. Tenor Cat Girl left us this review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, so I love this podcast, but I'm not sure if it's really news. But I really like it, and I think Tuesday is cute. Four and a half stars. When I'm grown up, I want to track the migration of endangered birds and other wildlife animals. Thank you, cat girl. We do our best here to not just be normal and boring news. I told my cat Tuesday that you think she's cute and she immediately thanked you, then asked me for a treat for being so cute. And thanks for listening to the 10 News. 10 Things You Need to Know drops every Tuesday and our in-depth reports drop every Thursday. 
And if you want some bonus content, you can join the Tenors Club on our website. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and part of the Airwave Podcast Network. The 10 News creative team is wearing ugly sweaters and getting ready for the holiday break and includes Tracy Crooks, Logan DeYoung, Kareen Katabayan, Carson Potter, and Chad Chennai. Big thanks to Owen and Everett for contributing to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Ryan Willard. And I'm Pamela Kirkland. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.